get you. Okay, salo siya boga. Sizo balinda kanyan. Nati si sema zueni la. Sema chugu chugui. Uhambele. affairs at the National Skills Fund. Uh, last week already I received correspondence from the minister indicating that he would not be available this week, but the deputy minister would be available and of course the DG. Uh, I acceded to that given parliament's tight program and figured that if we postpone, um, then we would run into difficulties as parliament is going into recess this week. <clears throat> So up until this morning, I was of the impression that the deputy minister would be here, but I've received correspondence from the deputy minister that he is indisposed and will be at the doctor's this morning. So the DM is not available. Um, the DG is here. So that's part one. <clears throat> I'm just narrating the thing. Then late yesterday, uh, whilst I was still at uh, NEC, I was advised that the, um, the documentation had not arrived for today's meeting. Um, and then late last night, Mrs. Tombi alerted me to that it had arrived. And then there is a letter which I have received from the minister, which I think has been circulated or should have been circulated, which I would like to read now because it's, it's got a bearing on how we proceed. So if I may momentarily crave your indulgence, colleagues, it's a very short letter. I think it has been, it should have been circulated actually. I said it should. So it is a letter and dated the 26th of September 
uh, which uh, was yesterday. Um, I received it this morning. It reads, request that, request to treat and declare the National Skills Fund forensic report submitted to the committee as confidential in terms of rule 198 of the rules of the National Assembly. I hope this correspondence finds you well. As requested in our last meeting, that the NSFS report should be submitted to the committee through your office. Kindly find attached here with the report accompanied by our presentation. I want to reiterate that all the people whose names are mentioned in the report have not been engaged at all whilst the department is still finalizing its internal processes. Whilst we appreciate that all documents before your committee are open to the public. We, however, request that until all processes before the law enforcement agencies and internal departmental disciplinary processes are concluded, the report be treated in terms of rule 198 of the National Assembly, especially sub rule 1C read with sub rule 4A. I submit that our request for confidentiality is reasonable and justifiable in an open and democratic society like ours and would not want to be the ones violating people's rights to a fair trial, hoping that my request will receive your favorable consideration, the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation. So it's rule 1981 C and 4A. So I think I've said that those rules, that, that section must be circulated to yourselves, colleagues. So rule 198 of the National Assembly reads as follows. It's publication of disclosures of proceedings, evidence reports. All documents officially before or emanating from a committee or subcommittee are open to the public, including the media, but the following documents may not be published and their contents may not be disclosed accepted the permission of the committee, or the parent committee in the case of the subcommittee. Um, can David Mabusella please mute? Or by order of the speaker or by resolution of the assembly. Um, so 1A reads, where's 1A? It's one in the proceedings or evidence placed, evidence taken by or placed before the committee or subcommittee with while the public were excluded from meeting. Any report or summary of We lost our chair. Yeah, we've lost you. We've lost you, chair. And while we're waiting, um, someone muted me. Dombey, is that has this been circulated to us? It should have been circulated the rule and the letter. Um, Yes, it was circulated, chair. I don't know who muted me. Sorry, I was. I carried on reading, assuming I was still on. Um, sorry, Mr. Chairman, I, I've got the letter, but I, I don't see, is it part of the same file, the 
the rules. Oh no, Bernard's gonna circulate that um, because the, we only realized that it was speaking to a rule when we received the letter, so it was circulated prior. But the rule should be with you by now, Ben. Yes, chair. The the rule has been circulated, right? Oh, I was waiting for you to respond on that. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it must. Oh, okay. So that members can follow because... Okay, let me do that. It's 189, by the way. 198. 189, by the way, not 198. 189. I'll do that now. It's 198, Ben. Oh, 189, yes. 189. Yes. Okay. okay, let me look for that and circulate it. Okay, just 10, 10 colleagues. But in any case, so the rule, just as you see, receiving these things, which have got uh, this thing at the last minute in itself is a problem. Right? It certainly is a problem, Mr. Chairman. I, I really find it very difficult to accept, given that this discussion was had over a week ago, and within an hour or two, this position could have been sent to us. But yeah. wait until more than the 11th hour. It's very unfortunate. That's what, colleagues, the rule being invoked is Rule 198, especially, as I quote, sub-rule 1C and sub-rule 4A of rule 198 has been circulated. If your focus can be there. Honorable Ment, I see your hand. Yes, Okay. okay. Proceed. So, sorry, my apology. Yeah, all right, Honorable Mente. Honorable Hatiba, stand by. Yeah, Run yes, by. okay. I'm hoping we are at the moment where we are dealing with the matter of the rule being utilized. Am I correct? Come again, Honorable Mente. We are, we are at the point where we are deliberating on a rule that is being imposed upon us by the minister. Yeah, that's 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 where we are uh, because I I now have to. No, Chair. Yes. We cannot we cannot accept that. We cannot accept it at all because this particular rule is not relevant to the matter we want to deal with. And this particular rule as well, in terms of the information, the information placed before the minister and which must go recording in progress is an information regarding public funds and a very sensitive issue where ag cannot audit public funds and make south africans aware of how was the money spent number two it's the status of the nsf that is already a chaos and a mess that's going on within the space of higher education. And therefore that is of public interest. Number three, that investigation 
the investigation done by a credible institution appointed by the very same department. Last week, we made it clear that if the minister is saying he is now raising a no-confidence motion against his own uh, 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 service provider, he must say so. We cannot be party to sealing corruption and sealing the information that is supposed to alert the public on who is involved in the matter by the forensic investigation. And therefore, we cannot be sworn into secrecy by the minister that the document, we must swear that the document is not going to be made public. It's public information. It pertains public facts. And that's it. Thank you, Chair. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, okay. Can I finish just the reading? This yes, oh, Chair. Yeah. That's what I wanted to request you to do. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Please finish so, reading all the relevant uh, pieces yeah. of the section referred to us by the minister. Yeah. Okay, so rule 189 is all documents, oh, it, it's, it's, it pertains to the publication of disclosure of proceedings, evidence, and reports. All documents officially before or emanating from a committee or subcommittee are open to the public, including the media but the following documents may not be published and their contents may not be disclosed, except with the permission of the committee or the parent committee in the case of a subcommittee or by order of the speaker or by resolution of the assembly. So that's the, that's the rule. So 1A of that rule is, Mr. Chairman, I, I, uh, Mr. Chairman, I'm very sorry, but I'm finding it very difficult to follow unless I have this in front of me, and I don't ben. seem to have. So I'm so sorry. I, I really apologize. It's okay. Ben, Ben, how far are you with... Okay, hold on, because I've got this here self. I'm, I'm dropping it in the WhatsApp group now, colleagues. Stand by. Thank um, All right. Thanks, Honorable Mente. Mente has provided that for us. It's in the group, colleagues. Um, Honorable Lisa, are you, are you receiving it? Th thank you, Mr. Chairman, I've got it. Okay, perfect, all right. So it's the, uh, Honorable Mentor, please um, put the other half of that rule since you, you are helping us with it because I have it, I've got the rules as a soft copy here. All right, so 1A, the proceedings of or evidence taken or placed before the committee or subcommittee while the public will clear from the meeting. And then it goes to four, um, four, where's this now? Four right. uh, A, so it's one C and four A, colleagues. One C and four A. 1C is any document placed or presented to the committee or subcommittee as a confidential document or declared by it as a confidential document. That's 1C. 4A, contain information of a private nature 
that is prejudicial to a particular person. <clears throat> so colleagues, that's where we are. Um, I have not had the opportunity to consult legal on this as I have only just received it in the batch of correspondence which arrived uh, late last night. Um, and so it's only being, well, being processed in real time now with yourselves. So what I wanted to present to you colleagues, the report, uh, there's a presentation that the department has, but I thought I should start with presenting to you, Guti, there's the matter of the request which has been submitted by the minister insofar as this matter is concerned. So Honorable Fanminen and Honorable Hadeb in that order, please. The department, uh, DG, just please hang 10. Honorable Fanminen. Thanks. Thanks very much. If I may leave my camera off because the signal is, is particularly shady this morning. Um, I really want to agree with uh, my colleagues on this matter. I think it is very unfortunate the way that we have seen the department handling this report to SCOPA. Uh, there have been two cancelled meetings because people aren't available. We now still have a situation where the minister and the deputy minister are not available. And now this last minute uh, request for confidentiality. We are the National Assembly and we are accountable to the people of South Africa, not to various ministers or stakeholders. We're there for accountability and transparency. And I really must say that this request, I think, is is very last minute. I do not believe it is applicable in this matter. And I think that we really do need to proceed in an open manner. Thank you. Thank you, um, Chairperson. One, let, let's first um, acknowledge uh, the unfortunate situation that this report was given to us at the 11th hour. And therefore, uh, not affording us enough time and opportunity to engage and consult legally on, on these matters. And we should state it up front, that is totally unacceptable and uncalled for. It is a de deliberate attempt to suffocate this committee from executing its work and mandate as enshrined in the co uh, constitution of the Republic and the rules of the National Assembly. We cannot afford and tolerate such deliberate uh, 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 suffocation of this committee. Having said that, Chair, um, having read this uh, 189 subsection 1C, any document placed before or presented to the committee or subcommittee as a confidential document and declared by it as confidential document. I assume the document which is encrypted is that document declared confidential based on the letter I suspect that it is declared confidential. Now I would have loved a situation where we get a legal opinion. Being a layman, when I read this section, it says, if indeed such a document is placed before us and that document is declared confidential, we therefore cannot uh, place it before public for public consumption. Um, the, the DG in this regard will help to assist us and confirm whether or not this document is uh, titled uh, confidential. Um, Chair, the next aspect that I want to highlight, the department has been sitting with this report for more than six months now. And if they say to us they need time, it is 
incumbent upon us now to prescribe the time frame for us to engage on this matter. And at that time, whether they finish or not, the matter will be dealt with for public consumption. And we are not going to tolerate or accept any uh, postponement of this matter on the reason that I've highlighted. They had an opportunity six months plus uh, whatever days that they had to conclude and finalize and consult. I, I don't think they are consulting the entire nation in this regard. I don't know how many people are implicated, but it cannot take more than six months to consult. This matter has to be expedited. If I were to propose right here, right now, Chair, is that in the next, the fourth quarter, we need to table this report before us. The committee must be given until, I mean, the department must be given until the, uh, the fourth quarter, the date will be determined by us. And when that time comes, the report will be debated in public and the resolution and recommendation of the department will be placed before public for public consumption. It is unacceptable. It is taking the committee for granted to be given information at the 11th hour and to constantly ask for uh, uh, things that are depriving closure and final conclusion on this matter that we cannot tolerate anymore, Chair. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Right, honorable list and then honorable time. And so, sorry, Chair, lastly, I, I would really um, applaud that we also get legal opinion in relation to this uh, set clause so that ours, uh, it's a guided and uh, based on the legal opinion instead of us um, applying our two cents uh, understanding of the law um, as, as it stands, Chair. Thanks. No, legal is looking at it right now. Um, I, I, I'd ask that they receive it. I've just not spoken to them. I've sent them through the correspondence. Um, so they are working on it as we speak now. Um, yeah. So it's already with legal. Right. Honorable Lis and then Honorable Tambo in that order, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The, the basis on which Minister appears to be um, requesting, and it is a request that the report be considered as a confidential report, is that there are people named in the report who are undergoing some sort of disciplinary or other processes, and uh, and therefore it, the, the, their name should not be named. I mean, I think that I find that a little unacceptable. Can you imagine if um, if the 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 police and the prosecutors had to keep confidential all the people who were charged with various issues um, simply on the basis that they haven't yet been convicted? I, I don't buy that, um, and so that's the first point. So on that basis, I reject um, the request. However, in terms of the rule, Mr. Chairman, 1891C, I believe, has been misread um, uh, uh, this morning. It, it reads, and, and you've read it, and I shall read it again. Any document placed before presented to the committee 
or subcommittee that doesn't apply here. So it's presented to the committee as a confidential document and declared by it, the committee, not by the presenter, by it, the committee, as a confidential document. So in that case, this document has been submitted to us as a confidential document. We have not, I repeat, not declared it as a confidential document. And I would argue, Mr. Chair, that um, if it's put to the vote, I shall vote against it being declared by the committee as a confidential document. So on that basis, Mr. Chairman, I believe that this document is not confidential and uh, we should proceed with dealing with it with immediate effect. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Lees. Uh, Honorable Tambo. No, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chairman. I think I would concur with uh, my colleagues because uh, the rationale of wanting to declare this uh, report as confidential doesn't stand. And I think it's important what the Honorable Lees has uh, outlined that it is not confidential until the committee declares it to be so. So there isn't real, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that legal is going to come back with a perspective as well to give us, but a layman's interpretation of the rule that has been quoted by the request from the minister is simple, is that it's the committee's prerogative as to whether this uh, report will be confidential or not. And I think it would be a gross disservice to the people of South Africa if we are going to want to keep things confidential under some very whimsical interpretation that there are people's names implicated in the report and therefore that might jeopardize an investigation. I mean, this is the same logic of Palapala Farm. And I don't think we must subject the people of South Africa to that level of a lack of accountability. There's no bias or jeopardy that is going to be placed on anyone simply because their names are mentioned in a report. Uh, so this must be ventilated to the public, in front of the public, and uh, as the EFF, uh, if as well, if this were to be put to a vote, we would vote against this being made confidential. So I think we must put that out categorically, that it would undermine the mandate of this parliament to exercise transparency and accountability if we were to make documents confidential simply because the minister is of the view that there can be some unidentifiable jeopardy that can be caused by the public having access to this information, which is in their parliament. So I think uh, the committee must proceed, and I think it would be unwise for us to concede to the request of making this uh, document confidential. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Honorable Tolasha. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Good morning to you and to the colleague department led by the minister in his absence here. Chair, I must first uh, note the, the attitude of the department that is a particular trend of really not playing the game accordingly. I've noted this, Chair, because it's not the first time that we get document the last moment. It's also not the first time that we get a request. Thank you. 
Mamdulasha, one second. Can we please mute our mics if we're not speaking? It's, it, it, we can't be narrating this almost two and a half years into this reality of virtual platform that we must mute. It's, it, it's just elementary now. Sorry about that, Mamdulasha. Please proceed. Thanks very much, Chair. I'm raising the frustration and serious dissatisfaction with the way the department is dealing with us. Forever, Chair, we are getting excuses one after another, either of not getting documents or getting them very late or department or the minister not pitching up on the expected time. Now we are getting a request to a public process that requests the report to be confidential. I'm saying true public process because in my mind, Chair, the minister and the department could have handled this matter differently, wherein they could have raised the matter with your office directly and get to hear from you as you are holding a position of being a chair, therefore guided by the legal framework on how parliament does its own business but not to plunge and impose to you what should happen so that you exchange between the two offices whether the NA rules will allow the request of the minister and the department. I think it, can, it could have been done better in a more professional way, in a more respectful way of two legal institutions that are both enshrined in the Constitution of the Republic, us being the NA, and them being the department. Now we are here on a public space forced to discuss whether a public document should be a public uh, matter or not. Here, we are now made to rush to our legal unit to get to hear from them on what will be their take on the matter, which all this is quite clumsy, Chair. It's very clumsy. I wish department can note the way they are dealing with SCOPA. I guess at some point they will understand you are here to stay. We'll remain all the time have to play our role, which is enshrining the constitution without fear nor favor. I agree with my colleagues to say this is not acceptable, Chair. If the department was really showing respect, it could have done this matter in a quite professional and respectful way. However, I want to suggest that let's wait for our legal unit to get to hear more from them on how we should deal with this matter. We can interpret and really interpret, but let them come to the fore to come and advise. But note the fact that, Chair, this is not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. It could have done differently. So can we really please await for the legal unit so that when we take a conclusive decision, would have been, we have received all the legal advices that should be on our table. Decision will take, matter will end up being a public matter. Because as honorable members have alluded to the fact that 
I'm not sure six months can really be a short time. However, let's get to hear from people who can interpret the law given that responsibility, not undermining any one of us, Chair. I know we can do that, we are capable, but let's just hear from the legal unit on what would their advice be on the matter. Thank you very much, Chair. All right, Honorable Samuel, yes, and then we can uh, wrap this up. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Honorable Chair. Good morning, uh, colleagues, to the ministry, um, the DM, um, and the team uh, from the department. Um, I, I, I think uh, if, if already we have referred the matter to um, the legal unit for their advice, um, probably our take on it will be premature. Uh, so I agree with Honorable Dolash. Let's just await for um, their uh, 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 advice on the matter. Um, so, so, so that we are purely uh, uh, on a, a, a such a trail um, in terms of taking uh, that uh, decision. You know, uh, where I agree uh, wholeheartedly uh, with the colleagues is that uh, the matter has been with the department for quite a long period of time. Uh, some of the things that they think that they would have to do uh, are supposed by now if uh, they had all intent and purpose to act uh, upon, uh, would have done something uh, on such. And, and uh, uh, our, our, our own uh, intention uh, has, has always been demonstrated uh, in our discussions, debates on the matter, uh, because our preference would have been uh, that the matter should be handled to, together uh, with SIU. And uh, uh, that, that referral uh, would have uh, a suitable referral, uh, even if I would uh, have to say anything uh, in terms of what they're asking for. Uh, my condition would be the condition uh, which uh, seeks to uh, push this kind um, uh, of uh, a plea uh, to uh, the, the unit um, in, 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 in terms of uh, doing uh, some work and, and get back to us as a finalized uh, matter. Um, though I would, I would want to agree with uh, Honorable Dolashe for now, that let, let's await that uh, kind of an advice and then we can uh, deliberate um, uh, after, uh, after that. Thank you, Chair. Uh, thanks, Professor. Right, Honorable Hattab is the last one on this. <clears throat> but thanks, Chair. I, I just wanted to add one aspect of this clause um, to be included in part of the advice that will sort from the legal opinion in an event, Chair, because this uh, section um, 189, subsection 1C, it says it should be both uh, uh, the department placing it before us as confidential and declared by us as confidential in an event 
where one of the resolution, uh, if I were to make an example, the document will be placed before us as confidential and we unanimously resolve as a committee that it's not. Which of the resolution will supersede the other in terms of taking a final decision in that matter? If we also can get an advice in that aspect, that will assist in making a sober judgment based on all the facts before us. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you very much, uh, colleagues. Um, look, let me let me start off by saying, I, I I find it totally unacceptable for the department to place us in this kind of position at a late hour, such as this one, because the primary basis upon which the committee must be able to make a determination as to whether the report is confidential or not, is to receive the, the report in good time, study the report and then make a determination on that. Now to bring it like this, and all, like we must take a legal decision for all intents and purposes on our feet, when they have had time to apply their minds, I, I, I don't think it's the kind of approach which the department should be employing in dealing with us. It, it, it amounts to some sort of trap. You know, when you are on the highway and the traffic cop jumps out of the bushes as if it's a gotcha moment uh, kind of thing. If that car is speeding, it places the life of that police officer at risk as he jumps out of that. So what I'm trying to say is the, is the key question of transparency in how you do things. And the point that colleagues are making is valid, that you've had this report for six months. Six months. Now you want us to ha have your discussion in, 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 in public which is okay, we don't mind. We, you know, for, for this committee, the operative word in our name is public in any case. But there's a fundamental issue just about due process. One, the documents arrived is Olipsugu last night, and members have not had time to study the letter, go through the report, <clears throat> or even consider the rule that you are asking us to invoke. So I, I, I don't think the, the, the department is helping here. And I'm beginning to suspect that it's deliberate. So, yeah. Colleagues, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, as the, the meeting was going on, I'm trying to maneuver the committee program. And I would like to crave indulgence on the proposal I'm about to make. And I know we've not had time to discuss it as we usually discuss <clears throat> all proposals uh, as a way forward. Um, Legal has only just received the letter which I received from the minister a short while ago. I asked that it be dispatched to them. 
to ascertain as to whether the invocation of that rule has, or the request for the invocation of that rule one is correct. And two, if we were to consider it, what would be the process uh, which parliament prescribes in terms of the invocation of that rule? So my request is this, they, they've committed to come back to us as a matter of priority. So colleagues, what I'm going to request that we do, as soon as that legal um, advice or opinion comes through from legal, it will be dispatched to yourselves. You will receive the report so you can study it and make a determination. And then tomorrow we are due to meet to deal with the Macedonian report. I will request that we adjust that program, start with this matter, and time permitting, we go to the Macedonian report so that we tie down on this matter with the kind of correctness that is required. Um, because I, 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 I am very fearful uh, of a parliament that one does not adhere to its own due process, but also a parliament that conducts its business in the shadows particularly a committee such as this one, which is entrusted with the responsibility of oversight over public accounts. The final point I want to make is that ordinarily, this is our report. I know to some that might not make sense. This investigation was commissioned at our behest. It was not a voluntary act by the department. It came from us when we realized that the extent of the problems had become a vicious cycle and a damning reality at the National Skills Fund. And we directed that this investigation be done. And it, this was the point of con contestation even last 10 days ago. So when we met with the department to say, we should receive the report. So colleagues, I'm, I'm requesting that so that um, I know that the, there's been the proposal of a, a vote. Uh, I, I would request that we hold off on that now until uh, all members have had opportunity to study all the relevant documentation, apply their minds and consolidate their own position and thinking. And then we will convene tomorrow at half past nine so that the committee in applying that rule can take its own position because it's at the committee's uh, discretion in terms of how it, it, it's done. I say this understanding that parliament's legal advice is not binding, uh, but as a basis of the interpretation of the rule in terms of parliament's own processes, I think it would be correct that we get it. Advocate Jenkins has committed that he will prioritize this and we're going to receive it uh, because it's not a very complex and complicated matter. The only thing we need is guidance on the invocation of that rule and the committee to pronounce itself correctly, having studied all the relevant documentation. So you will receive that batch um, of things. So that's the proposal I want to make, uh, colleagues, that I'm making and hope that it reaches your favorable consideration. Honorable Liz. Okay, Mr. Chairman. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, it, it, it's this is this is a very dangerous precedent we, we're looking at here, um, because there's no requirement for us to get legal opinions every time we have to deal with something 
but it's it's a facility that is available to us, and we have from time to time used it. But my concern, Mr. Chairman, is that the legal opinion will come and give an opinion that is contrary to the opinion of some of us. I've already established my opinion, and I think other members of this committee have already done. And then the majority on the committee may well decide to invoke the rule and declare the report confidential. I reserve my rights if that happens, Mr. Chairman, and we as a party reserve our rights. Um, so on the basis that you've laid it out and without prejudice, um, the DA will um, go along with obtaining the opinion of the Parliamentary Legal Office on the interpretation of these rules to be presented to us long before 9.30 tomorrow, please, Mr. Chairman. Frank must have some, do some overtime tonight and get it to us um, as soon as possible and before the end of today, if possible. And I'm sure he can, as you yourself said, it's a simple, really, opinion to, to deal with. Um, and, and then uh, we deal with it tomorrow morning um, and 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 yeah, as I say, we 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 certainly reserve our rights in this regard. Um, thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Um, thank you, um, Honourable Lees. No, I think that that is an order, and I was deliberate in saying the legal opinion is not binding. What we are looking for is the process upon which a report is handled. So. In this manner, a request has been made. Right? So we have to consider the request uh, which has been made. And I, I appreciate, I've got a position um, on this. Uh, uh, on, on, on this, quite frankly, I'm not happy about how this whole uh, thing has transpired. Um, like I'm saying, these late submissions with far reaching consequences. I, I disruption to our program and just parliament generally. So colleagues, I, 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 I hope that the request, the proposal I'm making reaches your, your favorable consideration and we will endeavor to ensure that you receive uh, that opinion today uh, because really it's about the application of the rule. Um, and then the committee will make a decision as the rule suggests because a request has been made, we will respond to that request tomorrow um, and then proceed um, with it. So um, department, I don't think that we would want to hear anything from you today insofar as the presentation that you have, uh, because you're, you've got a request which precedes that. So I think that we will hear from us, uh, you will hear from us tomorrow. Um, yeah, colleagues, are there any, can I just, so that's the request I'm, I'm the, the suggestion I'm making, um, and then can we leave it at that and hope that you get the documentation uh, today. I will be with legal as soon as we are done here. Yeah. So, Church, um, 
just to be clear, tomorrow we're receiving the the legal opinion, and after concluding on that process, we'll then determine the date for, in which we're going to entertain this matter. Am I correct in assuming? Yes, is that right. Okay, cool. No, it's fine. Thank you, Chepesa. Yeah, okay. So we will we will we will respond to the request tomorrow. Um, well, yeah. And then from there we'll set we'll, we'll set a date on taking this matter forward with the department. I I I I really uh, DG. Stop, chair. Uh, chair, before we close. Yes. Before you close, chair. Then uh, what 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 does it say? So sorry for this question. I had to ask it. Um, that we have had this discussion today. We have made reference to uh, referrals to uh, the legal and meaning therefore there will be a day in between. Uh, so the document today up until tomorrow remains, stands as their document uh, in their own terms until we determine what, what to follow. Well, I, I think that we, we, we can't make a determination on the report uh, it being conveyed until we've seen it. We need to make an informed decision. So members will receive the documents uh, and the legal opinion this afternoon, and then the committee will decide tomorrow, having applied its mind. So it's an opportunity. I, I know that we are all party-based here, and the parties have been invoked. Uh, so I will say the parties to consider their position and uh, we will we will we will take it forward like that because I think the the burden is that there's a request before us which we have to consider um, and res and respond to it. I, I noted a section there which was saying that uh, the chair can make a determination, but that's not the section they've invoked. If I had been asked to make a determination, I'd have made it already. But let us await that. Uh, Advocate Jenkins will, will come back to us uh, today, uh, colleagues. Um, so let's see what they say in terms of how that rule is applied. Yeah. Oh, chair, chair, oh, chair, oh, the, the, the request is... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Honorable Hart, stand by. Honorable Somio, just uh, conclude. No, I was, was asking you, Chair, based on the practicality. Yes. That here we are today, we have not finalized the matter. Yes. We, have, we, have, we have the report from the department um, out of which they appeal uh, that we hold uh, in the nature that they have made that appeal. And yes. we have not made any determination. Yes. Uh, so, so from this meeting up until tomorrow, uh, the, the report remains the department's report. Uh, and uh, it still remains within their own terms because we haven't made any determination. If they hold it as a top secret document or a confidential document, uh, it's, it's, it's still within uh, their own defines up until we make that determination, uh, which will be tomorrow. Yeah, that's correct. The committee will make a decision tomorrow on that request. So it, it's their document, yeah. 
Honorable Hatebe, Honorable Mente, Honorable Liz. No, thanks. I also wanted to get that clarity that as things stand, it remains their document, which has to be treated confidential as per their determination until such time tomorrow we meet with the legal opinion and having read the document. In essence, the document is for the consumption of standing committee members of public accounts, which is the 11th of us, and is not for consumption by anyone other than those that are assigned the responsibility to serve within this committee. Thank you, Chair. Honorable, Honorable Mente and Honorable Liz. Thank you, uh, Chair. You know, Chair, we should be very wary of, of many things. And us as SCOPA members, we are setting up a precedent that has never been there. We are now literally swearing each other into secrets. On which terms? Why are we swearing each other into secrets? And literally, we've been sworn into secrecy by the department that will give you a document. You will not. Uh, you will you will read the, the document and keep it to yourself. You will not do anything about it. We might as well, before we started this meeting, uh, 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 applied for closing this meeting. Because we are sitting here with media, we are sitting here with uh, staff members, we are sitting here with every other person and other members of parliament. And now we are swearing each other into secrecy. It's wrong. We can't do it. If the report is out, and I haven't seen it on my email, if the report is out, the report is out. Let's be very careful of the things we do because tomorrow they are going to be done by people whom we think we, 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 we can overrule them. And like you have said, Chen, legal opinion is not binding, it's advice. And none whatsoever in the rules is giving a leeway to the department not to give us a report, which you have also indicated that this is a report based on our own request for investigation. In fact, we forced the department to do an investigation on the matters of the National Skills Fund because they were not doing anything about it. Not even the portfolio committee have requested that this matter be uh, investigated. For two terms now, the Auditor General cannot account and audit the public funds that have gone to National Skills Fund. Now we're sitting here as members of parliament and swearing each other to secrecy on corruption. Oh, we can't do that, Chair. We will not be party to that. We can't be swearing, we'll be sworn in and swearing here in the committee that no, we are going to keep this matter secret to our members of parliament. There's media here. How are we, how are we making this matter secretive? It's not. And we are now breaching the rules of parliament. This is a public meeting we're sitting on. We did not declare this meeting. We didn't apply for this meeting to be private. We didn't apply for this meeting to be closed. Now we are closing it. We sit here and agree that we're closing a meeting of parliament on a matter of public funds, on a matter of corrupted funds, or maladministration, money that was paid in and immediately went out to other people. 
and we say people must not know about that. No, we are not part of that. Thank you. Honorable Liz. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, yeah, look, um, the report was, um, let me use the word, demanded by a particular date by this committee. It wasn't freely given to us. In fact, um, it should have been given to us a long time ago, given the history behind the request for the report, which both you and Honorable Mente have, have explained, and I agree with. So the, this, this report um, has been tabled. Um, it has not been declared by the committee to be confidential. Um, and it's therefore is not confidential at this point. Now, I'm not, as um, Honorable Mante is saying, um, prepared to, to have some sort of secrecy on, on with regard to this report. However, we, we will um, hold back on, on any public uh, viewing of the report um, until um, tomorrow morning, um, but we, as I've said just now, reserve our rights about the process that may unfold during tomorrow morning's meeting. And so I agree with Honourable Mente. There's no, there's no question that that we can we can in a public meeting with a public report. Um, um, declare some kind of, of, of secrecy about it. However, um, I, I'm, and I'm sure Benedicta um, will agree to, to not comment on it until after we've seen the legal opinion tomorrow morning, and then we'll, we'll decide on our position thereafter. Um, but there's no ways that there's any rule or obligation on any of us in this committee to um, to not make the contents of that report public at this point in time. Um, but given the sensitivity that's been expressed, we prepared to to wait the 24 hours um, before we we come to our own conclusion. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Colleagues, can I, I, I just want, I just want to say, say, say this. We have got a request before the committee. We must consider the report and the request and pronounce ourselves on it and take the process forward. So I think it's just a, a matter of due process and I, I appreciate that this is coming at us unprepared, unawares, it's ambush, really, for lack of a better phrase. But uh, I'm, I'm requesting that we, we let, to go through a process and we take a decision as a, as a committee when we've looked at all of it. And then we will inform the department of our, of, 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 of our decision. They're asking us, uh, as the, the, the letter says, it's a request. So a request can either be granted or de denied. So... Um, yeah, um, I, I don't think we are 
Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a request. To be quite honest, I'm a bit annoyed by this, but uh, I must humble gladly. Right, Honorable Somio. No, thanks. I think you have uh, summed up well. I think I, I agree with uh, what what uh, Honorable Lisa said. Uh, that that uh, whatever we think, whatever we think, and that's why I asked that question. Whatever we think, uh, right or wrong, uh, for now. Uh, we haven't made any consideration as to whether the report uh, is 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 a confidential report or not. Um, uh, you know, at, at least uh, for for that period, I think uh, Honorable Lisa summed up, up well. Uh, Twenty-four hour uh, period. Uh, let let us uh, look into such kind of a sensitivity, the lack of a better. A word, and and uh, uh, up until we determine tomorrow, uh, uh, what is it that we we have to uh, uh, look at, and and uh, uh, and I want to plead as well with colleagues that uh, uh, th- there is there is really no need to uh, be suspicious of each other on this matter. Uh, if we have been consistent, right through, uh, in terms of our own deliberations. And and uh, because uh, we are all charged with a responsibility uh, uh, to look at things um, in a nature which ought to uh, protect the credibility uh, of Parliament and and uh, get into um, the protection uh, of the public press uh, through all means and 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 therefore there is absolutely no suspicion in wanting to give matters of this nature time so that when we decide on them, we are uh, somewhat backed appropriately and and, uh, we begin to deal with the matters in a very uh, objective way, something which we are going to do. Uh, That's that's, that's why I would want to uh, plead with everyone, everyone, um, honorable men, uh, that that uh, uh, for now, uh, let's let's just hold our breath and and be able to say tomorrow we're going to decide on this matter, uh, and we are going to decide as a committee, uh, not 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 uh, uh, in a manner which is going to throw uh, the, the 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 committee uh, based attitude uh, away uh, when we uh, deliberate on this matter. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. Honourable Chair, thank you very much. Well, thank you, Honourable Sami. We are all in uncharted waters. I think we have come a very long way as a committee on this National Skills Fund matter, and we are almost there. Um, and I think we we must uh, go through the necessary due process on this matter to assist other committees who will may one way or the other be confronted with such a situation next time. And I just think that uh, it's testament to our own hard work here as this committee uh, that we have arrived at this point. Uh, because it has not been easy to get this report. Uh, and I think this may very well be the final hurdle. And then we take this matter forward. So colleagues, um, I, I, I've spoken to Advocate Jenkins myself as well now. 
um, and uh, they, they will respond to us as a matter of priority. And then we will place, we will have the discussion and decision tomorrow, and then we'll take it uh, from there. Can I just say, DG, uh, please don't do this to us. You know, this business of, I know that parliament and parliamentarians as public representatives must be readily available in the discharge of their responsibilities 24 hours, seven days a week. But see, this late night, uh, Nicodemus approach to, to things, which are of grave legal import, sets up parliament into a corner of difficulty. If there's one thing I, I, I hate is for members of this committee specifically to be ambushed. I hate it with an absolute passion because I, I know the extent and amount of work they put into the work so that we can have meaningful and constructive discussions. At some point we had ESCOM on the eve of a meeting dumping hundreds and hundreds of papers on us so that then we, we, we are thrown into a state of confusion. This is, it's not right, it's not correct. Because I suspect when we last met on this matter, you had already consolidated this position, but string us along until the very last minute and say, well, you'll get the report, but here's a, here's a request. Because what it does is then it prolongs the work. That's not the kind of cooperation we, are, we, we should foster between the legislature and the executive. It's not, it, it, it's, it's not right. Because we could have, if we had received this last week already, we would have made a decision last week and meeting today we would be having a meeting depending on how we, had, we, we, we would have decided. But now you are creating a meeting within a meeting with this late uh, request, which I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident is a position that was consolidated a long time ago. It's totally unacceptable. And in my view is a, it borders on a dereliction of duty on one hand and undermining parliament on the other. So, um, DG, um, we will hear, you will hear from us, but I thought I, I, I must summarize the committee's uh, uh, sentiment and position on this. Because you, you are putting us in a very, very difficult position. And it doesn't augur well for a healthy and functional working relationship between us. Please don't force our hand in this way. Don't. So colleagues, let's, let's convene then tomorrow. You will receive documents. DG, may I hand over to you? Um, and then we will bring the meeting to a close. Um, 
Dr. Sishi? <clears throat> uh, Chairperson, uh, um, good morning to you and uh, very warm greetings to honorable members of, of this uh, very important committee. Uh, thank you, uh, Chair, for uh, your consideration of, of, of our request. I've taken note, Chair, of your, your concerns and that of the honorable members regarding the manner in which uh, this has been handled. I trust, Chair, that as we travel this journey, at the end, we will conclude uh, that we, we see things the same way we are all determined to uh, clean gov uh, to ensuring clean governance and ensuring that uh, particularly in this particular matter we have tabled uh, um, accountability is assured. Uh, I think, Chair, at the end when we've uh, read the report and we've seen the recommendations that are made, there will be a reconciliation between our position and that of SCOPA because we are on the same side. We thank you for your consideration and uh, and assure you that uh, we have no intention uh, other than to ensure that uh, we follow due process. Thank you very much, Chair. Okay, um, DG, thank you very much um, for that. Uh, we will, you will hear from us uh, and you'll get a response from us on the request that you have made uh, on, 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 on this report. I think the, the point, though, DG, that I must highlight is not the request, it's the process and timing in terms of which the request is being made. And even the last time we had a, a challenge that we received the minister's apology of being out the country at a last minute. So all I'm saying is that, and I think this is something you must look at, as DG was quite clearly, it's 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 a it's it's first becoming a norm in the department. Timing, give us reasonable time to deal with your matters and your requests. I think that is at the heart of it. You know, a professional uh, consideration to that. We also have a program. There are other issues we can deal with, and so on. So I think that the, at the heart of it is just that. But um, colleagues, tomorrow we will start with this matter and then do the Maslunyana report, depending on what how time moves. Um, I know that there is a mini plenary this morning at 11, which of course we would, had we continued, would not be, have been uh, expected to be at because it's a mini plenary, it's got no vote. Um, and to say tomorrow, the house is not meeting at three, it's meeting at two. So we will have to start our meeting on time colleagues because it's, it's eating into our committee time. So the house tomorrow is meeting at two, not at three. Um, and as you know, today there's a packed program. The house will finish well after eight o'clock in the, in the evening. So for those colleagues who can, there's a mini plenary this morning at 11 to consider a motion the setting up of a committee into Palapala matters and the president. So that um, mini plenary will uh, start at uh, 11 o'clock this morning and the house at two and the house again tomorrow at two. So let's meet tomorrow at half past nine and documents will reach colleagues this afternoon. 
Colleagues, thank you very much. On that note, the meeting stands adjourned and we'll reconvene tomorrow morning. Thank you, Chair. Don't leave the thank chair. You. Thank you, Chair. Thanks, thanks colleagues.